0: going on y'all it's another episode of mega shane and when i tell you i am tired i am tired victor what's going on
1: <laughs> i am tired too because it is three thirty or 3 40 in my town so it's that time of the day where i need some type of caffeine and i don't even drink coffee
0: wait you don't drink coffee
1: i don't i'm i don't how I just never got into it. I tried when I was young because, you know, you, your parents always always drinking. They're like, ooh. And uh-huh. it smells good. It's a good room. Could, you know, it smell like you can make your room smell nice. But I just never got into it. So, to me, Starbucks is the devil because it's like it's just too many of them.
0: Oh, my and, God. I'm just... I don't
1: even go in there to get, like, some chips or a brownie. I don't even – I don't do coffee at all. I don't.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay, so I don't even know who you are anymore. Um, <laughs> I have to have coffee. If I don't have coffee, then I'm drowsy. I'm irritable. I'm cranky, and you just might get these hands.
1: No, I, I get. I mean, I my aminos. My aminos are my. I guess caffeine. And then uh-huh. of all, when I work out, if I work out in the morning, that's my caffeine. I'm I'm ready to go all day. So,
0: yeah, it's it after I work out in the morning, I'm ready to go back to bed.
1: Well, you know, especially yesterday. Yesterday, we got our asses kicked. We did the Merv. And for the, the Murph or something like that. And for those who do CrossFit, we all do this on Memorial Day. It's based off for Fallen fall of Soldier. right? we do like, you run a mile. And then you do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats. Then you do Then you finish off another mile.
0: The fuck I would. Actually, you know what? If my knee was working right, i probably would. But it was uh, so
1: cool. I actually did it. I was shocked. It took me 40, like, you have an hour. It took me 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm telling y'all, if you play the right music, especially when it comes to squats, you can do it. Because we were dropping a lot when they were playing Beyonce. And you can just drop <laughs> it. it within. Time formation is done. You've done about 100 squats. She's like, I'm almost done. And people looking at you like, that bitch.
0: Right. i know for me i had a dance rehearsal for the musical was saturday and we were in there from like 10 to 5 and when i tell you and that choreography is not easy at all and when i tell you 4 30 hit and i couldn't retain any kind of uh dance sequences i was like oh my god i just want to go home and sleep and just sleep oh my it was just I was like, how the hell I'm going to get through the, all this choreography, and it being outside, and I know it's going to be hot.
1: <laughs> y'all
0: just say a prayer for me because I, I don't know if I'm going to make it, y'all.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but no, you, you know, I feel like that's once you get the crowd and you get, you know, you see all the stuff, you get all excited and you want to show out a little bit because you know the routine. I know that's how I was back in the day, right. It's- Oh, I know the routine. I'm going to show out because everybody's watching. You know, I don't know. You feel it like that now, but wait till you get into it.
0: Right. I think I just need to work on a little bit of cardio. Like, maybe get on, like, the stationary bike or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'd be good.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get up into this TV. We have plenty to talk about. It's been an active three-day weekend. So, let's get started with some tank. <laughs> So if you don't I thought know,
0: you, I thought you meant Taint at first. I was like, "Say, oh, oh my god!"
1: god. <laughs> but, uh, let's talk about Tank. So Tank is a, is, if you don't know who Tank is, he is a R and B, you know, crooner, you know, one of the male singers who can actually sing. Um, he's been in the game for you know, I, I will say almost twenty years because he came out when I was still in college, so uh, he's been around for a while. And this weekend he performed at, um, DC black pride. Um, now tank is not gay, but he just performed there. But apparently that has got people talking because, you know, people ain't got no business and always in other people's business and start talking. Um, my personal opinion was like, what was the problem? He was getting his money. He knew his audience. Why not?
0: Right. I didn't, I'm, I don't know. I don't see the issue here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you said, he knows his audience. He had his shirt off with his buff ass, and he was just—he was there to perform and to make a check. Yeah, and we already—he we know he's not gay. I mean, according to what he's put out, he's not gay or any kind of queer, mm-hmm. along the lines of the queer spectrum. So, I, what's the issue?
1: Um, foolishness because you know people have to say something like, "Why he's gonna do that?" And, you know, it's always the same, ashy folks. It's like, "Why are he gonna do that?" Like, why wouldn't you do it? I feel like if you are um, an artist and a crowd is asking you, "Here, you come and sing for us," and they're not the type of crowd like a killer crowd, like, you know, not like a hate crowd like a Nazi or the KKK, but you know, they're like, "Hey, come perform for us." And yes, he knows. I mean, Tank is a good-looking man. Very good looking. And he knows I have a body, I look good, I can sing pretty good, I can sing these type of songs, it's going to get attention. And I think that's smart. If you're going to be in this business, especially now in this business, you're going to have to really know who your audience are so you know where your money's coming from. Uh And so he knew, like, hey, they're going to come and see this, I'm going to get some money. I have no, if you are a true artist, you sing to everybody, your music is supposed to be universal. Right. He knew what he was doing and that was to me that's a smart ass move.
0: Did you see that video? Like, I think it was like maybe at the 120 mark, like somebody (laughs) with their athletic ass. (laughs) They lifted their leg all the way up through. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh my god, I saw that and howled. Yeah, I,
1: I I just couldn't even Tell you how (laughs) I was like, that makes no sense. But I was like, but hey, everybody was enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. Everybody was enjoying themselves. So I was like, this was fun. You know, they they had a good time. Nobody was, you know, hurt. And again, for those who were like, questioning, like, I can't believe he did that. What type of man do that? A smart man does that. If you want some money, a smart man does that.
0: yeah um just get your money and fuck what everybody else thinks
1: yes yes, that's the message of the day. He got his money. a lot of people enjoy his performance, and I think if he's smart, you know he will continue to you know reach out to that crowd. I mean, hell, Nick Jonas did it i mean I, mm-hmm. I mean that's how he, that's how his career lasted actually twenty four minutes so oh. I'm just saying, go for
0: it. So what else we got on the tea table?
1: Mm, static Shock. Which I was kind of surprised to hear this, but Static Shock um, is a wonderful character, mostly from the Milestone um, universe that was kind of part of D- that was brought into DC and what have you. Um, but so there was an opportunity that he would have been in Justice 2. And Marco Neller, um, who was the character designer who who worked on all of them, mentioned that on his Instagram account. I think he shared an image, but I don't know if it's there anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw that image. Uh, and basically, he was all set to come out, and I don't know what happened. Maybe there was too many black folks in the game as is. But uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't go along with the introducing him to in the cast. Now that's not to say that. He might not be a DLC downloadable character later on, but it's. I mean, they only have what they have a uh, Doctor Fate who's pos- he's Egyptian, um, Black Adam who's Egyptian or he's not white. They have the skins with a uh, vixen and the John Stewart, a Green uh, Lantern. They don't have really much other PLC characters to play with, or they have. I think Firestarter or Firestorm is uh, a PLC and Black Beetle, mm-hmm. but you know, we needed some black folks in there.
1: Yeah, so when y'all do In-Touch Justice three, <laughs> y'all make sure y'all just sit down like, well, we need, you know, y'all need to give me out something, figure this out, because. Y'all already i mean it's a it's a pretty looking it's a pretty game i'm not a gamer y'all can tell from that. <laughs> just, but it's a, it, looks, it looks nice from what i've seen um so i feel like that they need to you know to sit down and think about like who are these characters and if people really want to see these characters put them in there or just have an option of them being there like you know like some of the games where you can pick somebody you know they may not be a play but you can pick someone just have you know static have shock. I mean, can you say his name? Have static shock in there. Just have it in there. Have icon in there. You know, throw in some of these characters in there. Just see what happens. You're not right. Lose that.
0: But you know, it's their loss. It is. <laughs> so while we're on the same uh, topic of game ish type stuff, so Castlevania, I didn't think they were gonna. I thought this was like a hoax or. Somebody getting being punked. Castlevania is actually coming out as a series on Netflix, and it's coming out actually rather quickly in uh, July. Uh, it's going to be produced by Adi Shankar, and he did the uh, the Gray with Liam Nielsen and A Walk on the Tombstones. Uh, it's very the the trailer that dropped was um it reminded me of. A lot of these uh, animes, like Big O or Cowboy Bebop, yeah. and that sort of um, animation, it's very violent. Which I mean, you can't have a Castlevania anything without it being gory as hell. Yeah, but I am, I'm kind of here for it. I don't want to be so optimistic that Winter drops and it's just a big fat mess. I know it's going to be maybe a limited run as far as uh, maybe maybe four or five episodes for their first season. But, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. What about you?
1: I'm going to check it out because I, I, I was happy to see it was animated because I didn't want it to be live action. I just felt like it was going to be a mess. But I like that it's animated because I feel like that's why I can really get into it more. I feel like it could it's able to be free. To do whatever they want, to oh, do.
0: right? And I'm, I'm, like I'm more I'm outlandish.
1: Person. Yeah, it can be whatever, the gore, the blood, the vampire, you know, all that craziness. So I'm excited about it. I was happy to see that it was animated, and the trailer was cute too. Um So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna tune yeah. in on that.
0: And Castlevania to me was such a big influence in my childhood. Like I know I grew up watching. Uh, well not watching but playing Castlevania Bloodlines on the Sega Genesis and Super Castlevania 4 on the Super NES so it's the ca- you have to get the music right in this series and I didn't find uh, any information as far as who's on who's the composer or the animation house that they're using or anything like that so this is um, I'm I'm going to try it I'm going to give it a go yeah
1: yeah I am too I'm gonna curl up on Friday night and just or, I'm, well, I'm sure there's gonna be some live tweeting on it so we'll see how that'll play mhm we'll see how that plays um let's see what else do we got coming up well we talked about this last week and we did a special reach out was, well kind of a, not a reach out but a king size issue on it so New Mutants as we all know the movie's coming um but a new bomb was dropped Um, from Josh Boone, who's going to be directing the movie. So this is going to be more of a full-fledged horror movie. Um, And they will have no costumes. There's no supervillains. They're just going to do something very different. Again, it's going to focus on a demon bear. But it's just going to be, I guess, the teens who are in the house. I guess it's going to be like, oh, so these are the teens who are in Xavier's house, and this is their experience.
0: Right. It seems like a mtv series if they're going this route Mm -hmm. like i want to be excited about it but first if they cast who they think they're going to cast for sunspot then i'm already looking at it funny Mm -hmm. but it's you know i don't i have no idea honestly it's it could go either way. It could go really good as far as a a detour on which the typical superhero movies go. But then it could be a fucking mess.
1: Yeah, because I'm they don't need costumes. I had to think about this. they don't really need costumes. Okay. Get that. Mm-hmm. But I still want to have the feeling that these are the new movies. And I have a feeling that it will be that like I feel like it'll be named name so namesake muse but i hope that we can see a connection i hope that we can see um you know people like see them involved and to a point where we know they are kind of a team um with this horror movie thing i'm just i did i I didn't want that to be kind of the uh, the setting because i think when you get into that that's where you get into okay is this going to be you know, in the world of Friday Thirteenth, or anything from Platinum Dunes, which was a mess. Like, I, I feel like do we want to like what is this going to look like, and will it really actually doesn't have to match the world because Logan doesn't really match the rest of the X Men movies besides mm-hmm. the. Characters. But will this make sense at the end of the day? Like, does this feel like it's a part of their dysfunctional family of films?
0: <laughs> right. Well, they have to get the casting finalize and get that right before they start trying to make a plot that makes sense. Yeah. So, that's supposed to come out, what, next year?
1: Yeah, so I'm assuming at Comic-Con we will hear something. You know, like, this is what it is. They may talk about it during Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as the other X-Men movie that I don't want to talk about, but we'll see how, you know... <laughs> What will come up? Because I'm sure they will have to start talking about something. Um, Sorry, not Comic Con at least.
0: Yeah, they well they need to get together because Comic Con is coming up, whether they' ready or not.
1: I know Speaking of which, I just want—I didn't tell anybody. I just want to tell y'all. Um, so our panel about Black LGBT um, contributions to comic, sci-fi, and fantasy genre has been accepted. So we will be talking at Comic Con, and I am totally excited about
0: that awesome do you have a panel already together
1: we do have a panel already together i cannot reveal the day or the date or the time um comic-con has to do that they will tell you the date and time. i know what date but <laughs> I have to wait. we'll have to wait for them to print you know put it out there but we will post it um faith is working on promoting it that she wants to promote the hell out of it mm-hmm. so she wants you know she wants you know, essence and all them to like do something on it. And I'm like, okay. So um, Faith Chenoweth is um, president of Binet, which is um, a group that works with a lot of people who are bisexual and binary what have you. Um, so she is, she's going to be doing this with me. And there's a few others. Um, I will announce more names as we get closer. Um, but these are people who are working, um, who have done their own comics, have done stuff within there and they're all black So This is going to be fun. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) That seems like it would be really fun. Yeah, I wish I could go, but, you know, I am broke as (laughs) fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I'm glad because, you know, now, I mean, don't have to pay to get in. Don't have to pay. We have a place set up. This is going to be nice. Um, And there's normally there is a black panel, but this is going to focus more on queer people. Um, So this is going to be great. I hope we have a good turnout. Um, I'm just excited. So that's a side note. (laughs) Right. But
0: But That's huge. That's huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So what what else? Let's talk about Drag Race. (sighs) So we're winding down, and this will be a very brief, I don't know, synopsis of the episode. So... The queens were tasked with uh, doing makeovers with the crew of the show, which I thought was really cool because uh, usually they do either their siblings or they do uh, qu- uh, out service men or they do little women. But this time they did actual people that they see almost every day. Um, so it was a um, it was a good turnout as far as the queens they have to. They had to recreate themselves in on these. Uh, I think all of them were straight, these straight guys. And if you've ever done somebody else's makeup, especially if there may be a different skin tone, it's hard. So the, the winners of the challenge were, was a uh, Trinity Taylor and her little man, which was, he was <laughs> cute as a boy. Um, I don't, I don't know how much cute he was as a a drag queen, but you know, the bottom two were Shay and Nina, and Nina finally went home. You know, after three times, you know, you can only be saved so so much. Was- it, and her, um, her makeup, like it didn't match. Like she had a, a rabbit, and then she had a dominatrix. I'm like, I because she said she was going to try to sew something. And I'm like, oh, this ain't the time to be trying to sew something this close to the finish line. So, girl, what are you doing? But um, it was time for her to go. And I don't mean that as being shady or anything. It was just your time was up. You had a good run. Now it's time to move on. Um, I still don't understand why Alexis there. She should have went home. She honestly should have went home along with Farrah back a couple of episodes ago, because she's rubbing me all the wrong way. But um, I know that we did not live tweet like we usually do on Fridays, and that's mainly because I have rehearsal during that time, and Victor is in traffic <laughs> during that time. So we we might have to give up the drag, y'all, uh, live tweeting, but uh, we'll see. Um did you watch any of the episode?
1: I just caught some pieces. I always catch pieces when I get home. Um, but yeah, apparently one of the, I guess the guys from the, the I don't know, one of the street men, he, he had like new picks up already or something. Wait, what? One of the guys got new picks up already.
0: We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I was like, okay, they already... I guess you have to shoot your shot. That's an opportunity to get seen. Right. Speaking of
0: nude pics and nude videos, I have something to some show you offline as well. You might already saw it, but... We'll keep it classy right now and go ahead and move on to the next subject and uh, Aunt May's Tea. <laughs>
1: Let's see which one we'll get into. Let's get into um, this asshole named Stephen Miller. So, Stephen Miller made him, and it's funny, his name is Stephen Miller, and, the, and Trump's spokesperson in the name is named Stephen Miller. Two different assholes, same ass. Anyway, um, this one felt the need to buy a ticket to the Wonder Woman movie, but not just any Wonder Woman movie. He bought a ticket through the women's only viewing of Wonder Woman. Now, why he did that? Because he wanted to make a point, because he just felt, I guess, oppressed. So he decided to buy a ticket. Now, he's a writer. He's not like a main writer. He's one of these writers in one of those internet magazines. But anyway, he writes for Heat, Heat, or Heat Street. <laughs> that's like a whole stroll. <laughs> that's, right. That's like some like a whole house you go to. Where right. you go on Heat Street?
0: Girl, um, I got to make my money on Heat Street.
1: Oh, that's what it feels <laughs> like. One, like a... Old Janet Jackson album or something. <laughs> like an
0: old, Before unfortunately, met uh, Jimmy Jam.
1: Yeah, like one of those surreal. That's her album, Heat Street. Um, but yeah, so he's written stuff like Kendall Jenner's Pepsi ad is the death nail for all Obama beloved protesters. <laughs> like, okay. Anyway, this dude bought a ticket and then he went on Twitter to talk about it. You know, they came for him on Twitter. They came for him seriously. There were a few articles written about it. I just find it very interesting that men were so upset about the women's only showing. And this is being done at the Alamo Draft House, which is a very nice theater. Um, And if you don't remember Alamo Draft House, they were the ones who had this woman who they had to kick out the theater for using her phone and she called them back and she was drunk and they kept the message and they kept playing the message part of the ad of what happens when you get killed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they're notoriously known for being like serious about their films, about showing films. So they were like, okay, well guess what, dude? We're going to do more showings so they have more women on showing. showings. But not just Steven. I mean, Steven is an ass for even buying a ticket. So we'll see how far if he gets in or not. He's going this Thursday. But I just find it very interesting that men were so bent out of shape about this. Like, they were really hurt. They couldn't go to the women's only version, even though the rest of the movie's coming out. And for those of us who already seen it, like, you will see the movie. Like, I don't understand why you're so bent out of shape. And it's like. Men, we have, I mean, I'll include myself, we have things handed to us because we're men. It's not like we didn't have anything. And I don't know. I was just like, just blown away by the way men were responding to this, but also the way this man responded to um, the movie.
0: Like, if you were already going to see it, why would you be pressed for that a group of women were going to go see it before you? Number one, number two, why? Like, is your masculinity so fragile that a group of women going to see a movies is gonna break it up in shambles? Like these, uh, that's why I can't fuck with some straight guys.
1: Yeah, they don't really show their asses. I don't know what's been going on. They have been. They. I don't know if they just feel attacked, or nobody's caring about them anymore. I I, I don't know. They just. They're just coming out of the woodwork, being messy with Trump. Right. Stuff like this. Um. How they. You know the gaming culture. They just. GamerGate. All that foolishness. This is. How they got mad about Mockingbird.
0: Get mad about every fucking thing, like, as if. To have some to have to be oppressed is somehow to wear a medal or something like nobody wants. Nobody is giving out oppression Olympics. This is not the oppression Olympics, and it it goes to show you that they have been told that I I can have everything, and so when somebody says no, you can't, they get all bent out of shape. That's what. That's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, and and is that? But also going back to the oppression piece, I think they look at being oppressed as being awarded, you know, with people paying attention to them and having um, the nation's attention. You know, I think they feel like, well, well, I can't be oppressed, so I can't have the attention. And I think that's you know that was why Trump won is because they feel like we have to stick up for ourselves, even though everything has been handed to a lot of them. Uh They just feel like for some strange reason. But anyway, yeah, there are men who are really upset about this woman only viewing of Wonder Woman. And I'm like, why are you so pressed? Just let it be. You get to see the movie on Thursday, too. Right. I mean, here in in L.A., you can see the movie starting at 6 o'clock on Thursday. So I don't know why y'all acting so damn stupid.
0: Yeah, I don't know why you're so steam pressed over there. And honestly, if you was mad then, then you know the Wonder Woman is going to make numbers at the, uh, that week, the opening the, weekend. The you know only. they are. Because folks like this don't understand how to do a good protest. True. These, no, these,
1: oh, go ahead.
0: These are the same people that uh, protest Starbucks. These are the same people that, you know, what was the other protest that messed up and it made so much money? Um, it was some other thing. I I forget it. And
1: then it was something else. The Starbucks one was funny. It was like, oh, we're not going. Who's going to come and get these cups? Um, everybody. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's an addiction. You're not going to win against an addiction. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) You're not spending five. You're not wasting five dollars on no uh, venti caramel macchiato.
1: (laughs) So yeah. Um. So, yeah, Stephen was mad. He's going to try to go to the movie Thursday. I would love to hear what happens. I hope he is turned away. He keeps saying, they can't turn me away, but they probably can. And it's probably their own business.
0: Yeah. Like, so, bitch, you ain't nobody.
1: I know. You're not even writing for anybody real. So, that's not even. Right. Which, Twitter, y'all didn't quit giving checks to everybody. Because y'all are now giving checks to everybody. And some people haven't even. I'm just saying. Mm. There's some people who deserve checks. And there's some people. Don't.
0: Some people deserve to get checked.
1: Yes. (laughs) But it honestly, because some people been (laughs) acting crazy. And speaking of Wonder Woman, I mean, she's about to hurt everybody's feelings. Did you hear today how now, like she has the highest Rotten Apple, I mean Rotten Tomato, that any DC and Marvel movie.
0: I saw that. I was like, well, it it took a woman. To clean up this whole fucking
1: mess. Like Madonna said, I don't quote Madonna often, but she said, it takes a man, it takes a woman to feel the, these shoes or something like that. It takes, no, it takes a man to feel in her shoes. I can't remember how she did it. The, the point is, it took her to do this, uh-huh. to set the record straight. In my personal opinion, and, I, and we'll talk about this next week when we get into the movie, um, this movie needs to reset whatever else they had planned. Whatever they thought they were going to do. They need to be like, okay, they need to re that scene in Beyonce's jealous video where she just <laughs> swiped the table off of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what they really need to do. They need to flip the entire table over because whatever she what she just did have is rebooting that entire cinema universe. I'm telling y'all, we all see this movie. Y'all gonna be like, bitch, why y'all didn't do this at first? Like, that's what you gonna sit there and, and say the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all didn't do this because it's funny the, the, the caption is just as starts with her I'm like well then this should have started with her and then y'all get into all these other raggedy characters but it should have started with her because I'm just mm. We I'll, I'll get
0: into it oh yeah we will get into it next week when because I got my ticket already booked mm. I got a good seat so I'm ready to get I I don't have any expectations. I just know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the scene that I really want to see is the one on the beach where um, the Amazons are fighting the guys. Mm-hmm. That's one of the one of the scene that I'm looking forward to. Any everything else is just icing on the cake to me.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like I said. Like, I'm going, like, I'm going back Friday because we're going, as all my friends, we're all going together on Friday. So we're going, I'm wearing, I'm, I got the bracelets, so I'm wearing the bracelets. I have my Wonder Woman Resist t-shirt. We're going to show out. Um, my friend already told me he's going to cry. I'm like, that's fine. Go ahead and cry. I'm, like, I'm going to cry too. Just because it's like, it's, it's a, it's a powerful movie. See, and we've
0: been waiting for so long for a movie, for this kind of movie.
1: Yes. And, and 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 she deserves this. And, and you probably saw. There's people online talking about she's a C-list character. I'm like,
0: C-list where?
1: They said, well, she's a C-list character. She's not as power, She's not as powerful as Batman, Superman. I was like, um, uh-huh. she has beaten up Superman plenty of times.
0: And, but yeah, multiple times.
1: And Batman too. That's why I said, y'all stop. And it was a straight male, of course. Hmm. Arguing with some gays, that like, you can't argue with gay men about Wonder Woman. You cannot, you cannot do that. <laughs> it's a losing <laughs> battle right there. So I, I want to give a shout out to Jermaine because Jermaine jumped in. And we, we had to jump in and had to let people know.
0: Yes, uh, Jermaine design by design. I think his uh, mm-hmm. Twitter name is.
1: Yeah, we had to get in there and be like, "Don't don't do this." Not only did we did that on Twitter and on Facebook because usually he's carrying, he's battling folks, and I would jump in and then, you know, Phil will jump in. Phil, Phil, him in as is cute about it because he'd be like, oh, well, I didn't want to say nothing, but... (laughs) (laughs) people keep forgetting that um, he used to draw and write for her, so...
0: Child, they were arguing with Gail Simone on Twitter. I'm like, why would y'all... Where is your basis of argument if you were arguing with the People who have written the comic books. Yeah. Now you now you just being stupid.
1: And she's well respected. Like I'm sitting her like, like what are you trying to do? Are you? Sometimes you just have to learn about these folks. I'm just like, what are you really trying to do? What are you really trying to do?
0: The most. The absolute most. I don't
1: know. But yeah, next week y'all we're gonna really get into this because it is a lot to unpack. Um mm. it's it, <laughs> It's just funny, because all you can do is just sit there and have that face like, mm, because it's like, you get all these reviews coming in, and you're like, but y'all didn't want to start with her. Y'all didn't want to do anything with her, but y'all wanted to do 12,000 Batman movies and Superman movies, but y'all didn't want to do nothing with her, but okay.
0: Right. But you mm. know, they're going to learn one of these days. Oh, these it might not be today. Been. It might not be tomorrow. And hell, it might not even be next week. <laughs> it might not even be in our lifetime.
1: We should show up at at um, Warner Brothers, and be like, "Bitch, we told y'all, we all need to just be up mm-hmm. there with torches," <laughs> and, and like, We told y'all, we told y'all, told y'all, motherfuckers. You know, Morris, he got us all, got me all caught up now. all ready to talk about it. Okay, we all have to wait.
0: You are gonna have to wait because yeah, <laughs> I know you, you over there in Sedityville in LA, and you know us us commoners, you know the gentry over here.
1: Common, I am still a commoner. I am still a because I came from that. I haven't forgot my ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fortunate, like I said. I've been fortunate with this so far. That was luck. I even got to see it. So, right. You well, know, like I said, we we'll, next week, y'all tune in because we're gonna really get into it, and I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I'm so excited.
0: So moving on. Um, I didn't know that this was coming out, or this had even been, like, thrown up to the universe. But there's apparently a Silver Sable and Black Cat movie coming out, and they've already got a director. They have Gina Price Bythewood, who well, is set to direct this movie. And if you don't know about her, I don't know what's wrong with you, to be honest. Uh, she directed Beyond the Lights... Secret Life of Bees, and she also directed the pilot to uh, Cloak and Dagger, the series that's coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Um, She's the first African-American woman to direct the Marvel film, and the first woman since Lexi Alexander's Punisher to direct a a Marvel-based film on their own. Because technically, Mm -hmm. uh, the ladies that did Wonder Woman also had a male director, or a male producer, something of the sort. Um I'm excited about this because I know her resume speaks for itself. She don't need an introduction when she step in this bitch. Um so I'm here for this. Now if they get the the story right, then it's it's going to be a home run.
1: Yes. And you know Silver Sable is a, is, a, is an interesting character because she kind of mirrors Black Widow a little bit. A little bit. Um, so it'll be interesting to introduce this character. Black Cat has always been interesting to watch as a character because she's kind of, uh, not a, mm, you can almost say Marvel, like Marvel's Catwoman-ish. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what these adventures get into. If they do it right, it should be a good, a good action movie. Because they're fascinating characters separately. So I think it'll be neat, um... One of the things I remember with Black Cat is there was a, a miniseries with her and Wolverine that was very fascinating. So, and Silver Sable is, has interesting stories too. Um, so, I feel like if y'all, you know, we might need to start posting things you know, a little bit about those characters so you get familiar with them. But they, they do have great stories, a great past. And I think if they are done right, you know, they can be something, they can start something new in the Marvel Universe. Right. So-
0: they, re- they remind me of um, in the DC. Oh, God, Black Canary and the Huntress, because sometimes they were fighting together or then fighting against each other. So they have this, I don't want to say it's a love-hate relationship. They just, well, yeah, it is a love-hate relationship if you look at it a certain way. They just be on certain uh, sides of, you know, a situation that goes down.
1: So this should be fun. And sometimes we got to see a little bit of them, especially Black Cat with the Daughters of Dragon. So there was one, it was Heroes for Hire at one point, and they were all working together. So that's a little bit too. So if they go to, you know, if they ever get the, because apparently they're doing a second season of Iron Fist. <laughs> but if they ever get the notion to do Daughters of Dragon, they could add in a little bit of, you know, Black Cat and Silver Sable in that. Just to give it more of that, or just do you know a mini series of just some of the women mhm the new defenders and new defenders were women, so you know that might be neat just to see you know a whole woman you know whole take with all the women involved
0: yeah, they wouldn't do that because that would be a hint and a half that they knew what they were doing, and they probably don't. <laughs>
1: Hope we we don't really have much hope, but if they did, it would be cute, you know. But we'll, I I still believe Wonder Woman is going to be that catalyst, or that will start getting them to be like, maybe we need to capitalize on it because Marvel already capitalized on it with Jessica Jones, that's been a success for them. So, if they're smart, they will start playing on that, right? Or getting more stuff out about Captain Marvel soon, like we know that comes out a little bit later, but after Wonder Woman, they need to be like, okay, we need to get. (laughs) We need to get information because Wonder Woman has set them back on track. So we need to get (laughs) morally to be like, okay, we got to get ready because they're no longer behind. They're no longer behind.
0: Exactly. So do we have anything else on the tea table? Um, I thought we had something else. I can't remember. Uh, Let's see. Oh, just a little side note that uh, Taiwan became the first asian country to legalize same-sex marriage so oh. kudos to them and hopefully that will send a uh, a ripple effect throughout the that region to recognize same-sex marriages and make them legal in the, their countries
1: yeah that's cute so yeah that's to be fun so y'all can google that i think there were some pictures of people celebrating so y'all get into that well well i think Yeah, that's pretty much it um, that we have. Again, it was a lot of crazy stuff, but let's put this tea table aside and we will be back in a few seconds. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. With a style of entertainment that Pac-Man never knew. An endless supply of floating goodies, oranges, pretzels, four different screens. Each with different exits and entrances. And the green screen so
0: difficult to reach, you may never see it again.
1: Don't you
0: know, I'm more than Pac-Man with a bow. Reach for Ms. Pac-Man. Reach, 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 reach.
1: All right, we are back, and we're going to get into our king-size issue.
0: So what are we talking about today?
1: We're going to talk about Pride, because June is Pride Month, and this year Pride is is taking a different step. Um, Especially in California, it's more of a protest. So instead of the same old go-go boys corporations like Target with their floats and all that stuff. It's going to be a protest march, meaning that this is going to be kind of the going back to the original roots of, of, of the marches to where it's like, you know, we're marching for our rights and we're protesting against um, what's happening now in a, t- in a certain climate. So I know that's changing, um, but I also wanted to talk about pride in a sense of what we, what we get out of pride and how we judge people about going to pride, because now it's a fun thing to judge others for going to pride, and why we think it's still important for us to have different prides that that celebrate people of color. Right. So, I mean, go ahead.
0: I know that people, like, Pride here is completely different from Pride say in Chicago or New York or even LA, LA. I know for the Lexington um Pride Festival, it's not a um it's not a parade. It's sort of like a um almost uh not a carnival, but like almost a bazaar type thing. Mm-hmm. So um it's very very kid friendly, so much so that if the queens uh, the queens that are performing, if they have any cuss words in it, they'll stop the music and usher them off the stage. Is that kid-friendly. Yeah. Um, I don't... I haven't seen anything unruly or, you know, crazy. Like um, that D.C., uh, I don't know if it was D.C. or Atlanta, that fight that broke out and folks were, you know, swapping left and right hooks. I haven't seen anything like that. But it's just... Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming because there's so many people and then, you know, you have the, some of the gays doing the most, which, you know, whatever, do you know, live your, live your life. I tend to sometimes enjoy myself other times because it's such a big crowd. I don't like being around a lot of people. And so my anxiety gets in the way and I just have to retreat but it's a cute little deal here in a uh, good old Kentucky.
1: I, my first pride was in Kentucky. Um, and so, um, it was fun because it was like you were saying, a bazaar, but it was also something where people were able to just come out and really celebrate and have a good time. Um, and then as I got older, I went to, um, my next pride was Atlantis. And that was huge. That was way too huge for me. But I was, you know, I enjoyed that when I was able to march. But we also saw some movies too. And it was a good time they were showing movies and everything too. Just reminders of who we were. different types of movies, very diverse movies. Um, but I often felt, I think I've said this before, that pride got to a point where it wasn't really. I struggled with what we were celebrating because I didn't feel like we were celebrating our accomplishments we were just celebrating being I don't know it just felt like it was just kind of it was getting sloppy in a way of like we got all these corporations we got banks who are like half floats and little boys I'm like why is you know Wells Fargo why do they have like half naked boys like I'm like "Mm, is that what we is that how you see us is that how we are and I'm not being a prude about it but I just felt like there's more to it and I always like to say that we have King Day in Los Angeles, Martin Luther King Day. We have a Martin Luther Day pray for on that day. Um, and you don't, I said, I look at it like this. I don't see nobody twerking, dropping, whole, I don't see no, no thought squats. I don't see none of that. This is all about celebrating people who were going to college. High schools, high school bands, local um, groups. In fact, um, we used to march as Black LGBT in Los Angeles. We marched in that parade um, to show Black people that we were out and we were here and queer and here to stay. And I feel like that we were serving purpose and really enjoying things. But, oh, go ahead.
0: I I understand what you talked about. Some people um feel that uh and i'm talking about maybe like the older gay population that um pride shouldn't be about who's wearing the shortest shorts who's you know got their ass out you know that type of who's being the most or who's being the thottiest uh which to me it really doesn't make any, a difference if you're going to be, you know, celebrating the accomplishments that we've done and the accomplishments that we're going to do. And, you know, the past, present and the future. OK, but. I don't like when people shame. The other crowd as far as, oh, I'm here to, you know, get some dick and drink, you know, it's there's a a place for all of that in pride and i don't some people like to say that oh we need less sex and more i don't know sense of community or vice versa and i I just think that there's a place for all of that
1: yeah and i think yeah and i agree i think it should be but i also think we need to be mindful of i think to me i feel like these things need to have needs to have a theme sometimes like what like this year we are like celebrating this, and everybody kind of follows through with a the theme, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to censor what pride is to everybody because it's different for all of us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it, you know, but I would like if we had something that kind of brings us together. What well, what is the unifying message that we are promoting this year? And I feel like what's happening here in Los Angeles is, is going to be neat because it's a, a protest one, and I think it's going to be us protesting, you know, Trump protesting. People trying to change laws, protesting how we need to be woke, we need to be awake, and also protesting how we need to be a better group. Um, Accepting people of color within our group, women in our group, trans in our group. I think that's a great call to arms to remind people that we're not safe, and we need to get back into the game. Because you know, when we did have big marches, it was all about marriage. And now it's time for us to have a unifying message as a queer community that we have to be going, we back in the fight. We have to keep things, you know, safe for us and we have to get into it. So I'm liking the fact that this pride will focus on those things. Um, but I, I don't, again, I don't want us to get to a place where we're just complaining about what people are doing at the pride, Cause I feel like we're seeing it a lot more within the black community when it comes to the black prize.
0: Yeah. Especially I mean, the black community. I think there's the, um, It's very egotistical and it's very, um, very, uh, it's very vain as far as, oh, everybody's trying to be seen, you know, who's got the flyest outfit, who's got the better man on his shoulders, who's doing this, who's doing that, who's pulling trade, all this jazz, who can hold their liquor, and I I think we really need to get away from that. Um, because it only, it seems like we're only trying to, you know, throw one another under the bus or make each other look bad, and that's not a good look for, especially us black queers.
1: Yeah, because it's not often we can get together in in the in the in the unifying effect. So I think like that we need to do that or unifying action or say that, rephrase that. But I think it's something that we do need to not shame people for, yeah. If people want to hoe out, let them hoe out. It has nothing to do with you. You can have, you can do what you need to do. Pride, as I said before, it's different for everybody, but I like the unifying piece of us, like what we're coming together as a black queer, queer community. We are seeing each other. We are hearing each other's issues. We are enjoying the freedoms that we have. We are enjoying each other. So, yeah, we should be able to do all those things. And again, you know, I, I get it. I'm older. I've done everything I needed to do, I feel like, <laughs> in some sense. But I'm not going to clown this 20-year-old who wants to come out and show out and, you know, wear his booty shorts and, you know, do his thought squats. If that's what he wants to do, let him have it. He has that freedom to do that. And he has that right to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just like pride takes a different of it takes a different look when you get older so you know and that's like the whole idea of coming out you know when you came out you wanted to be at all the clubs all the time you wanted to get your drink on all the time you wanted to do this you wanted to be a party animal and you know as you get older you know you don't want to do keep on going to the same club and seeing the same people doing the same dance and drinking the same drink i'm like what what kind of what kind of life is that and that's not the life i want to live
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, a pride to say a twenty-year-old that just got out came out is going to be way different than a fifty-year-old married with two kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just uh you know different strokes for different folks.
1: Yeah. Um, but I do. I wish we can have more focus about, again, what Pride really I think we get kind of lost in the big parties sometimes, you know, it's like who's the headliner this year? I'm like, yeah but who's alive this year? (laughs) Like, Who's, like, what are we talking about this year? Like, What is it that we need to be aware of so we won't be, you know caught in the dark when something goes down like I said, let's worry about all those things let's worry about, yeah, you know if we got a good performer, great, but I still want to use Pride as a platform to like, okay, this is what we need to be thinking about, focusing on, what we need to process on, like, you know, I feel like that's the time that we need to use those spaces to really get get organized, because, you know, you just never know what can happen. Um, but you just never know what can happen. And I think this is the opportunity for us to be ready. So as I, I, I keep saying it, but basically, I just really want Pride to become a the call to call action to some degree. Have the fun. Have all the alcohol you want. But still, let's, let's try to have space on the platform for a call to action.
0: Right. I know for me personally, I haven't turned up in, a, oh, my gosh, a long time. <laughs> so I might have, you know, a lot more alcohol than usual. Now, when is your all uh, this protest march? Because I know there's a a march on Washington, the second week in June,
1: which I can't make, which I'm kind of sad because I really wanted to go that because um, I feel like that is, that's gonna be well i haven't heard, heard I haven't heard a lot <laughs> about it yet um so I am hoping that it is going to um I just kind of hope that it's going to be good, but what i'm I think it's gonna I can't remember what date it would be, but. I, We'll post it up. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be in the middle of June, if not near the end.
0: Yeah, I know our, our pride is the end of June and the March is the second week in June, but I'll be, you know, knee deep in charity events that week. So I might even, I might not even get to participate because we're Lexington is doing a walk in conjunction with the, the March on Washington or whatever. Um, during that time so I don't know if I'll do it do the march with them
1: because
0: I know I'll be just ready to go to sleep like I am now
1: yeah <laughs> now the, so it's the LGBT Resist March and it's on June the 11th um, so we're um, it's going to be $20 a little bit cheaper than what because you know it's always funny when pride charges money I'm like Okay, we go to the same spots. You're you just blocked off an area and get drink tickets. Like, but well, we can come here for free. So I think that was another call to like you know, it's so much money to go to these things when it's normally free, but it it should be, um, it's gonna be something to see because they already predict it's gonna be maybe five hundred thousand people at this.
0: Oof. you know, traffic is gonna be crazy.
1: I know, and West Hollywood is no joke, so I'm just saying, oh, and then there's no direct train that goes there, so Uh. (laughs) that's another problem, so, you know, Uber will probably, well, Lyft will probably be your best bet. Hell, can Uh, you
0: just walk there?
1: mm, Well, you can. So, if you are adventurous, you can get off in Hollywood and walk down to West Hollywood we've done that before cuz I, I know we when we protest we started in west hollywood and we walked up to hollywood and that's how i took the train back down to where i used to live um, but yeah you can do that too so you it can you can do it you just need to be ready
0: <laughs> if you want to
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's going to be interesting to see this is the first time we've done this so i'm excited to see what this turns out to be um i hope that it can continue I think we're doing it in New York too
0: yeah that, that same day you said the 11th that's mm-hmm. when all of the these protest marches are supposed to kick off
1: so yeah I hope that, I hope that becomes a mainstay for Pride because I feel like we have a whole month if, you know you have a whole month to party but I think when it comes to this this will be kind of this will be kind of good to see mm-hmm. but I think we do need to see each other as a community and, I, and, you know, like I said, when I, we marched in the Black Parade, we did that because we didn't feel like we could march in the, in the regular gay parade. We felt like it was more of a purpose to march in the Black Parade. But I feel like now this will be us returning to this parade, making sure that people see people of color, especially Black people. Because I think I've said it before, um, when Prop 8 passed in L.A., to be Black in West Hollywood was almost like being black in Mississippi back in the day. And so, you know, uh, people were called nigger to their face because of Prop 8. And I felt like, okay, so y'all need to be educated. So I feel like that we need to come back and let people know, like, hey, by the way, we're not just people that you screw or that you have sex with or you can kiki with because you want to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. We are people who are in this battle too. So just keep that in mind that we are... Togetherness, and you're gonna to have to accept that reg- regardless if you do or don't.
0: I hear that. Shit. Don't be a culture vulture. It's uh, not cute.
1: And that's gonna probably who knows, but uh, again, I'm excited about it. And I think when y'all go to Pride, you know, y'all have a good time at Pride. I know it means some things different for Pride. This should be a gay geek Pride, but <laughs> or a queer. That week. would be cute. Yeah, but I know, you know, y'all go and have a good time, but, you know, be
0: safe. Yes, I was about to say that. Please be safe because, you know, these motherfuckers out here, I know, I yeah, like, if you're on those uh, hookup apps, let people know where you are going, how long you're going to be, call the police if you are over time, you know, don't wind up like a lot of these other guys, beat up, killed. All that jazz.
1: Be wise with y'all decisions. You know, just be wise about it. If you're going to go to play party, you know, make sure you're protected Um, because you don't know these people, and you might know them. You still don't know them. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, have a good time at these things. Be free. Also, keep in mind that you know we we had bomb threats too, and I'm sure. I remember that. Yeah, we had it here in L.A. We was and we was thinking we would never have it like this, but it happened here. So, it can happen anywhere. So, y'all be prepared because I feel like in this current climate, these things can happen. So, just be aware of that. But also keep in mind that they will not scare us either. Mm -hmm. They will not keep us at home. So, we're going to still be out there in those streets.
0: Also, you know, the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting is coming up. So, Mm -hmm. you keep those people that were affected by that tragedy. In your hearts and your thoughts. Because, you know, they can't... The people that were murdered... They w- won't be able to... Celebrate another pride.
1: Yeah. Alright. Well, that's enough of us preaching to y'all. <laughs> right.
0: We're up on the pulpit. <laughs> so, as always... You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Porter Pizazz. Victor is at Wonderman. Follow our podcast at Mega Pod. And... You want to tell us, tell them some
1: news? So, what we're going to do, as you know, we do have two accounts on Twitter. So, we have the Megachine, then we have Megachine Pod. We're going to move make, like the Megachine all over to um, the Megachine like Pod. So, we're going to soon cancel it out. So, you'll see a couple of tweets saying, hey, if you follow us here, follow us on this. So, we have one consistent one that you will see. Um, so, therefore, you'll see all coming from. Um, I'm Megashine Pod Twitter, so be prepared for that. And we will still have our Facebook and stuff, but just be prepared. Um, we'll post different articles and things that's going on and pictures. So we're going to shift from the Megashine Twitter to now we'll be all on Megashine Pod Twitter.
0: Yep, and follow us on Instagram at the Megashine Facebook at the uh, what else? You can go to our website, but you, uh, we're going to have some uh, maintenance done on that website uh, real soon. Um, What else? Do we have anything else?
1: No, but, you know, be y'all have fun this weekend. We know Wonder Woman is coming out, so we know all y'all are going to be out there cackling and screaming and twirling and twirling. So have a good time. Tell us what you think over the weekend, because we're going to be talking about it a little bit over the weekend, too, on Twitter. And then, you know, next week, we're really going to dive into
0: it. And y'all pray for my knee, because if this dancing gets harder, which I know it will, I already set up an appointment to have it looked at again. You know, just pray that I don't have to have some kind of surgery. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And on that happy note, (laughs) 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 let's get up on out of here.
1: All right, so bye, everybody.